All right, and we're live. Welcome in, everybody. Episode 37, Mad Talk Sports. Your usual host here, a very happy Packers fan, and that's Joe speaking to you now. But today we have a premier guest in Kyle. I'll let you introduce yourself as the sad Bears fan. I'm just the sad Bears fan. I have nothing else to say. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. And Kyle and I had this deal on the table well before the game this was a few weeks in advance to where we agreed kyle was going to come on here and the winner would have the bragging rights and the loser was going to have to take it and i was happy to oblige knowing damn well at the time that the hype around the bears made that a very even matchup the bears were favored but kyle the packers won what do you have to say for yourself the bears suck dude (laughs) I knew they were going to lose the game on the first uh, third and one when they had the Cole Komet under center. And then the next play on fourth and one, they didn't do the Jalen Hurts push play like they should have. They just had him try to bowl through seven guys on the Packers D line. I knew the game was over after that happened. It's just terrible play calling. It was just too galaxy brain, you know? They're like, they'll never see Cole Komet sneak coming. Why would they yeah. see that coming when we've got the best running quarterback in football? <laughs> yeah, and we have the worst interior offensive line in the league. They got demolished the whole game. They did get bullied. And, you know, Kenny Clark's a beast, but, like, you guys made him look pretty damn good. You guys made him look like he was Chris Jones Maybe, or something yeah. out there. And uh, who's the... Who's the other D tackle you guys got from Georgia a few years ago? Uh, uh, Devontae Wyatt. Devontae. Yeah. Devontae yeah. Wyatt. Yeah. He de- oh, man, it's made me so mad. That offensive line can't block. The defensive line can't get any pressure at all. None. The linebackers can't. All they do is they have mass tackles, which you know looks good on the stat sheet, but they had no real impact on the game. Well, is the that D- on was- them or does that start with the line? Well, the defensive line, they it starts on the line. They they can't, you know, they just get bowled over every time. And then yeah. T, Tremaine Edwards and T, I mean, Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards, they're both great linebackers, but there's nothing you can do when you have two free linemen just running at you every play to block you, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you guys kind of, you're kind of like the opposite of the lions, you know, obviously both teams that have gone recently through a rebuild and, you know, coming off some down years, but the lions started inside. It was O line. That's where the draft picks go D line. That's where the draft picks go. You guys invested a pick in the O line uh, this past year, the, at the tackle position. Darnell, right. Yeah. Right. He's from what? Tennessee. Yep. Yep. Uh, 10th pick, I think, because we traded with the Eagles. But that was like the first time, right? Like recent picks, like was obviously yeah, you know Justin Fields. Didn't you trade a pick? I want to. We traded. Say. Well, we have had, I think, in the last five years, two first round picks because uh, Ryan Pace, the past GM, just kept yeah. trading them in the Mac trade, and then he was trying to save his job, so he moved up in the Fields draft, and he sent us sent the Giants our first round pick the year after Fields' rookie year, and like those are just. So many for a team that's not good, you need young talent, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I feel for you. So that was Pace, and now it's another Ryan. It's Poles. Do you like him better? Is he doing a, you know, is he building a better squad? It's really hard to tell 
Because last year, his first year's GM, he he traded everyone. He got rid of Khalil Mack. He, he cut Akeem Hicks. He traded Robert Quinn and Roquan Smith during the season. Yep. So what was an elite defense became, you know, one of the worst in the league. And like, I don't know, like, I like Jaquan Brisker, the safety he drafted. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's nice. Uh, Kyler What's Gordon's the, okay. The, 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 the corner. corner, Kyler Gordon. What about the other one? Isn't there like a Tyreek Stevenson? No, Jalen Johnson was the past. Uh, Ryan Pace drafted him. Got it. Okay. Yeah. But not not good so far, but I'm willing to give him time because our starting left tackle he found in the fifth round his first year. So, you know, it's like, yeah, his later round guys have been decent, but I don't know his. I don't know. He drafted Vilas Jones in the third round and he's been a healthy scratch like. 10 of the 17 games he's been healthy to play. That's, you know, you don't want that. Yep. That just hasn't been good. Speaking of a healthy scratch, I've, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Chicago sports radio this week. Cause you know, I work with bears fans. I work in Illinois. Um, yeah. And one of the things I heard is that they, there's speculation that a healthy scratch in week two might be chase Claypool. He should be. He sucked. He was terrible that game. Like, I don't understand. They EQ, Equinemius St. Brown, was a healthy scratch last game. He's one of the best blocking receivers in the league. And it's like, why why not play him when we are a run-heavy offense and we do all the screen passes, you know? Like, why not have one of the best blocking receivers out? Why have him on the bench when Chase Claypool could not care less to block or do anything besides run routes where he's the main target yeah it's infuriating <laughs> well because you guys gave up like a second and uh i want to say like a fifth or something for him we gave up no we gave up a second which ended up being the 32nd pick which in a oh, normal draft would yeah. be the last pick of the first round so yeah <sighs> infuriate it, yeah just yes very maddening with chase claypool so hopefully he picks it up uh, DJ Moore, non-factor, and two targets. Like, come yeah. on. I'd two, rather two targets, two catches at least. <laughs> yeah, but then they took him out every time we got to the red zone. Like, what? What are we doing? You know. Not happy about that. I have him in our fantasy league. Oh yeah, I, I'm just not happy. But like, we could have got if you didn't want to use him, we could have got like a Brian Burns or something from the pan. Like, you know, an elite pass no rusher. Way. They wouldn't have given him for it. No. No, that I saw something in the off season. The players the Panthers were willing to give up were DJ Moore, uh, Derek Brown, their D tackle was pretty good, and Brian Burns because he needed an extension, and they don't know if they're going to give him one. You know who you could have used that game? Brian Burns. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I thought Unique and Gakwe would have been, you know, a little bit better, but I don't Covered think he's that. very good. He got one sack, but, you know, he didn't do anything else besides that, really. Yeah. Jordan Love was never under pressure, and he dotted you guys up as a result. Oh, yeah, you didn't even have Aaron Jones for what? He got hurt in, like, the third quarter? Yeah, mid to and late no, third, yeah. and no Watson either. No, yeah. Sucks, man. That's I tough. I don't think we're going to beat the Buccaneers this week either. Oh, boy. Because they have fucking Vita Vey is going to destroy that interior offensive line. Yeah, he's making me want to bench Khalil Herbert in fantasy too. Probably should. He's he gets some catches in the past game, right? Yeah, but Roshan Johnson kind of like 
is Look better good. than him. You think? Yes. Because uh, all quick. Khalil Herbert, Herbert, Herbert is good at is like the big explosive runs. That's all he's really good for. Hmm. Roshan has the better hands. He's a better blocker. He's, uh, you know, harder runner. Like he, like that one, uh, I don't know who the safety was that he trucked, like, and almost Rudy kept Ford. running. Yeah, that he almost kept running over him, but they took out his legs as he was trying to just keep running over him. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's like, he's kind of like David Montgomery in that sense, but I think he's just a little bit faster. I would agree with that. And I kind of thought the same thing watching it live, especially that angry run where he ran over Rudy Ford. Yeah. And I said it out loud at the time. I was like, damn it. I'm like, he's going to be better than Herbert and my fantasy pick down the drain. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I, I don't know if the pack, I can't even, I can't even tell if the Packers are good or not. The bears are just still that bad. We were the worst team in the league last year. You know, I do think you guys are better than what you looked. I don't think you're a good team, but no, definitely not. I don't think you're the worst team in the league either. Yeah. Like, I do think there'll be games this year where Justin Fields did what he did towards the end of last year, where he had like several explosive runs, even a few nice big plays in the past game to where your guys' offense looks great and the defense gives up a lot of points. But I think this year with the additions on defense, you could win more of those games. I still see you guys yeah. being a six, seven win team, which is nothing to write home about, but yeah, but they'll double our win total from last year, you know, something I just don't think Eberflus is it is the head coach though. I agree. I think he's just a tank commander. The tank commander. Yes. Like he's not. He's his. He was never a good defensive coordinator. His Colts defenses were always middle of the pack. You know, it's like it's fair. I don't know. I want the Lions OC to be the next Bears head coach. Ben Johnson, I think yeah. his, name, his yep. name is. Yeah. Well, if he has another good year, he'll definitely be a head coach somewhere. Yeah. Well, for the Bears, it's continuing the process of evaluating Justin Fields. But as for the Packers, we are taking a victory lap in our continued ownership of the Chicago Bears. And we still got a lot to see. You know, everything looked easy for Jordan Love because, again, it kind of was not a whole lot of resistance. Uh, he looked poised, though, so I liked everything I saw. But again, I'm realistic. I know we didn't beat the Niners or anything like that. Yeah. So it'll be like a month before we really know what the Packers are. Agreed. But I am definitely hopeful, and I very much enjoyed that game. And I know for you, Kyle, it had to be your least favorite game. But what was your favorite game from week one? Uh, probably the Dolphins Chargers game. The offense is just going back and forth the whole, and there's some big defensive plays too. But just Tua, uh, Tyree Kill, just getting big play after big play, like the Chargers couldn't stop him. It was insane. I, like, what's I, I'm forgetting the Chargers. Brandon Staley, he was supposed to be a defensive guy, but he has all those guys on his defense, and they just can't stop anyone ever. It's no crazy. It's sad because that offense is good, and they ran the ball really well. I yeah. think I think Kellen Moore is going to be a very positive influence on that offense, but if the defense can't stop a nosebleed, it's useless. Well, they would have beat like any other team in the league with that score this week, though. Pretty right. much, yeah. Yeah, 
But then you've got to think like, yeah, obviously they're not going to play the Dolphins every week, but in the AFC, you still play some tough teams. Like they play the Chiefs in their division twice still. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't even know who else is on their schedule, but they probably still have some tough matchups for offense, you know? Yep. And this is a game that like, because last year, like I thought it was so interesting because last year the Chargers were the team that solved the Dolphins. Remember? Like they're on Sunday night football. Um, I believe that yeah. one was in LA too. And the Chargers played like an aggressive bump and run kind of style with their corners. And it, it just destroyed Tua. Like he had nothing to do, but then yeah. this year they just ripped the Chargers to shreds. So, you know, huge credit to the Dolphins that, but oh, the yeah. Chargers, you got too much talent to be looking like, like looking um, like that. Especially on that D line. They didn't get, I don't think they had one sack and they have no. Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack at both yep. ends. And yep. like, how I don't understand that how they can't get pressure with those two. Yeah. And maybe it's maybe they're not as good as like they used to be or something. I don't, I don't know. Like, well, I think that's true for Khalil Mack. He's definitely not what he was when he was with you guys. That's for sure. Yeah. And he isn't even what he was with the Raiders either. Oh, definitely uh, not. Joey Bosa. That's tough for me. Like he's obviously a great talent, but it always feels like he leaves a little meat on the bone. Like, yeah. you know, I feel like he'll be doing a little bit more. Yeah. Like, especially when you see his brother come in and just be, you know, depoy last year, I always thought Joey would be the better one. Right. But guess not. Now nah, the younger brothers. <laughs> but yeah, definitely a great game. I kind of wish I would have been able to catch more of it, but since it was in the yeah. three o'clock window, you know, my attention was Packers bears. Yeah. I just um, caught a replay of it. I watched right. it. Really yeah. exciting. Yeah, it definitely looked like it from everything that I saw. And I figured that might be the route that you would go. So I tried to think of something else because obviously that was a great game. Yeah. So I think like maybe the next best matchup or one that I like at least enjoyed a lot. And I was surprised, especially with how it started. But Jets Bills, honestly, like, yeah, by the end, it was kind of a battle of the suck between the offenses. Yeah. But yeah. Just the arc and everything. Like, obviously, you had your everyone had her hearts ripped out to start everything, and Rodgers had his Achilles ripped off. I start. never thought I would feel bad for Aaron Rodgers. I bet. Yeah, like I actually wanted to see him play for once. You know, like yeah, I want to see how that Jets team would do. They're so stacked. But and especially because of how they ended up winning, anyways, it makes you even more like, man, we could have we could have watched something awesome. That defense oh, is yeah. great. Oh, they're stacked. Corden Williams, I think he might win Depoy. That that would be awesome. An interior lineman, you know, other yeah. than Aaron Donald. <laughs> well, yeah, him and Dexter Lawrence, I think those are the next two guys up to be like mm. the big dominant defensive linemen. No, right, right now it's Donald and uh, Chris Jones, but I think right. those two are up next. Speaking of Chris Jones, he's back next week, so that's awesome. Or at yeah. least he's signed, so he's eligible to be back. He should. I saw something he should be able to play this week. Good. I saw he was keeping in shape throughout the off, off season. Good. So. He'll he'll definitely go a long way for the Chiefs. But uh, before moving on from Jets Bills, like obviously we got to talk a little bit of Rodgers. You know, we feel bad. You know, you mentioned even as you know, even as a, a sad Bears fan, you feel <laughs> sad for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and. My first reaction was just like, man, this is just unfair for Jets fans. Like, they're just so cursed. And yeah, it was his fourth play as a Jet, right? 
Yeah, he had three pass plays, all three he took a hit, and then one run play. Yeah, dude, and it's crazy. The dude who sacked him, Leonard Floyd, he always yep. kills Rodgers when they play. I don't know why. That's but fair. He destroys him. I don't. I think he just doesn't like him personally or something. I think he maybe because he was. You guys drafted Leonard Leonard Floyd. Yeah, he played Floyd, right? with us for five years, and he went to the Rams, and now he's on the Bills. Yep, that was a great signing by them. But yeah, yeah, uh, I think it, you know it was a freak injury in a lot of ways. You know, we'll get to it pretty pretty shortly here regarding the uh, regarding the turf, but you just hate to see it like so soon too, but the game itself was actually riveting. Like Zach yeah. Wilson at first, when he came in, it's like, Hey, he looks pretty good. And then he throws that terrible pick and you're like, never mind, This yeah. game is over. And then somehow he still leads a game tying drive and they end up winning the game. Like football doesn't make sense. Sometimes. I think an underrated story from that game is Brees Hall just being oh, yeah. good already again. It's insane. What do you have? 150 yards. Something like that. His first run was like, like sixty-ish yards, I think. Like one of yeah. his, like the first quarter or something. Insane. I thought Dalvin Cook was going to come in and take a lot of that work to begin with, but he looks washed. He looks washed up. <laughs> I know, and I've been the king of that train of Dalvin Cook is washed for two years now. And then I still drafted him in fantasy because I tricked myself into thinking Brees Hall is going to take a month. Dalvin Cook will give me four games until I get JT back in that league. Yeah. Here I look looking like a chump again. Now I'm starting <laughs> Brian Robinson. It's not bad though. No, I mean, it's fine, but like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. He definitely looks, he looks slow. Uh, Brees Hall by comparison looks like Tyreek Hill damn near. So yeah. Yeah. Excellent point. He, he looked really good. Just the burst that he had and I made fun of Robert Sala during hard knocks because it felt like every time someone ran past him, he goes, man, that guy's fast. <laughs> but he said that about Brees Hall and that at some point too. And that's just absolutely true. Like that man's home run speed is amazing. And I think in about six weeks, that long run he had, that 80 yarder. Right. Yeah. He's still getting his legs under him and yeah. he still looked fast. I think the biggest person of the jets that, you know, it, it's Garrett Wilson. Like, yeah his season is going to like be the most different out of all those guys. Like I people so. were betting for him to be like offensive player of the year before this season. And now he has Zach Wilson throwing it to him again. I know it was my pick for offensive player of the year. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, if you recall in our fantasy league, I took him uh seventh overall. Like I was really all in on the Rogers to Wilson connection that being said oh, yeah. Wilson last year still had like 1100 yards and he showed yeah. on Monday he's still that guy yeah it's just going to be harder now you know yeah, yeah unless Wilson actually learned something from you know Rogers this off which maybe he could have maybe you no know, maybe he was just rattled coming into this game when he didn't expect to play you know, but... yeah the memes about it were hilarious yeah. it'd be like those scared straight videos where they're ripping yeah. something out of bed and they're like Zach Wilson when they say he's got to go in the game like <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a good point. I'm 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 kind of ex not excited to see him, but I'm you know I, I'm kind fascinated. of interested. Yeah. yeah, fascinated is a good word. Like I'm I'm curious to see how things play out with Zach Wilson and then just the Jets in general. I don't think they're cooked actually, and I'll kind of talk about the, that a little bit later here. But let's 
carry on towards the end of our week one recap here, which I should turn that ticker on real quick. Come on and show. Okay. So let's do some medalists for, for week one. This is a good way to kind of give flowers to the people who deserve it. So we'll go, you know, bottom up. So we'll start with, you know, each other going bronze before we move on to silver and then gold. Kyle, who you got as a bronze medalist from week one? Brandon Ayuk. Wow. He, he looks amazing. I think by the end of the season, he will be in the conversation for like a top 10, five receiver in the league. Him and Brock Purdy have this amazing connection. It's crazy to watch, especially a few years ago when he was in Shanahan's like doghouse and barely, yeah. barely playing. And now he looks like, you know, he can beat any, any corner in the league. He can beat like any defense. It's, I think he's amazing. Not just because he's on my fantasy team, but I, <laughs> I just think he's one of the best receivers in the league. I wanted the bears to trade for him this off season, but obviously that didn't happen, you know? Nope. So you got DJ Moore. Um, yeah. That's a good pick. I, I didn't think about it, but yeah, his he had two touchdowns, right? And yeah, and like that's 120 something receiving yards. Yeah, it gets a good Steelers defense too. Right. And even though the Niners mopped them, like I think that Steelers team is better than they looked. The the yeah. Niners are just, you know, as advertised. Yeah. But yeah, Ayuk, I like that one a lot. And yeah, I think he's gonna be gold for you in fantasy all year long. <laughs> Um, I kind of went a little bit of a different route with my bronze medal. I gave it to the first someone in the first game. I gave it to Dan Campbell for the, really? for the Lions. You know, like I am very vocal on the fact that I think the Lions were very lucky, very fortunate to win that game. Chiefs being without Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, and second and third best players, you know. Right. And then, you know, Kadarius Tony was missing two, two of his you know, <laughs> hands. So that like was so bad. It was very bad. So, you know, I, I give them crap for that, but they still really gutted that game out, especially Dan Campbell on that first fourth down on their first yeah. touchdown drive. That was balls. And at the time I was like, well, awesome, but you're still at your own 20. Now what? But then they marched yeah. down and score and they win by one. So like that was the difference of the game. Like that man and his, you know, 500 milligrams of caffeine every morning. Like he's, he deserves every credit, quarter, man. dude. Every quarter he gets 500 milligrams of caffeine. Would you see in his press conference, he said about like how much he drinks. He's like, I get two of the venties every morning from Starbucks. And then I have them put two shots of espresso in there. Like, dink, dink, and then I drink <laughs> them both. Like what? You can tell by the way he talks like that team loves and respects him as a coach. Oh, I'd love to play for Dan Campbell. Oh, yeah, I would we never to. had a had, never had a coach like that. We never had a someone not our like team that. could respect. Oh, okay. Well, let's not go too far. We had Hearns. Come on, shout out. Oh yeah, yeah. JV, JV. Yeah, best coach I ever played for personally. Um, but yeah, that's where I went on the bronze medalist. Uh, silver. I kind of had to hold myself back and not putting this guy higher. But come on, Jordan Love, silver medal. Uh, really yeah. good game. You know, passer rating obviously looked good. TD interception ratio, I mentioned earlier, he just looked really comfortable and poised. And even more so, he was eight for 10 on third and fourth down for a perfect passer rating. So, like, yeah. he he played well. He did. He did. I like, I've given him shit ever since they got, he got drafted because I've only just been like, are we sure he's actually good if he's going to be on the bench this long? And it looks like I'm wrong. I know nothing about quarterbacks. I'm a Bears fan. I thought Trub I thought Trubisky was going to be the guy. Well, and then you thought Fields was going to be the guy. Do you still feel that way? 
I mean, he could, but like it's looking less and less as this. We haven't, I think we're on a 12 game losing streak now, like going back to last year. Like the more we keep losing, the less I kind of like, I don't know if he can actually win yeah. games. Like he can put he up can highlights and like, you know, stats and fantasy, but like, I don't know if he can actually make big plays to win games. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I, I think I saw his record now as a starter is five and 21. So it ain't great. At some point, it's got to be that is on yourself. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, as far as Jordan Love, hats off. I hope he does it again this week. We will certainly see again as he goes against a much improved Atlanta defense. Uh, who do you got at silver, Kyle? The two and Tyreek Hill connection. That is my Ooh. silver medals medalists of the week. Tyree Kill looks like he'd go for 2,000 yards this year if Tua stays healthy. Yeah. Like, he he came into the league. Everyone was, you know, discounting his arm. But it looks like he's just improved it every offseason. He looks stronger and stronger every year. That's fair. As a thrower. And, like, he was always accurate. But now that he is both, it's like, if he stays healthy, it's kind of hard to be like, how do you stop this offense? Especially when you have Jalen Waddle, yeah. who's like, Ty, the JV Tyree kill kind of, you know, on the other side, like it, and then you have all those running backs who are just so fast. You could just dump it off to. And yeah, and there's so many of them that yeah, it gets hurt. They're fine. Yeah. They was like, Oh, let's get some other guy that's played in the Shanahan system. And he'll come in and just randomly run for a hundred yards during one week. Yep. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Did you see the video of uh, uh Tua in the interview when they're like, uh, so do you, what do you think when people say you still can't throw deep? And then he's like, I don't care. He's like yeah. 466 yards. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was so cool. Especially because he had, all, he seemed like to be the most hated in that draft class for no real reason. Like people loved Burrow and Herbert right away. And last year, everyone right. loved Hertz, you know, that they're all deserved, but like, it felt like just because he wasn't as good as those guys right away that like people were like, Oh, you suck. You know, it's like, I'd, he was always decent. He just kept, he didn't have McDaniel his first two years. No. And then last year he was looking really good. Remember that game against the Ravens? He threw like six touchdowns last year. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was all game. concussions. Right. And that, that Ravens game was a game. They were down big early where, you know, they, they had to rally and just, I, yeah, that game was nuts. I kind of forget about that game. You're right. He does get a little bit of hate and I'm included on that list in terms of, you know, not the biggest two of believers. Yeah. Uh, but at his best, he's a, he's a beast. And, you know, to add to your point, he seems like he gets bigger every year and like, he's, you know, really investing his time in his body, which is a really big thing. I think part of why he's hated might just be the fact that like when he, when Brian Flores was there, Brian Flores just seemed to not like Tua and would bench him for Fitzpatrick multiple times. Yeah. So I think that's where it comes from. And people like Fitzpatrick. So maybe. Yeah. It's, I think Tua's in for a big season. He could be, which would spell a lot of trouble for the rest of the AFC in terms oh, of people got, trying to make it in. I got, I got some, something to talk about that in a little bit. Oh boy. <laughs> I think that's going to be your hot take. Who do you got one at gold from week one? one? Oh, just the Cowboys in general. Oh, they destroyed great. the Giants on Sunday night. They did everything right. They didn't do anything wrong. I don't. They looked like the perfect football team on Sunday night. 
like I have nothing else to say about that. They just look perfect. <laughs> they did. And that makes me feel good because I feel smart having been a, a big Cowboys cheerleader this offseason. Yeah. You know, I perpetually have hated their fans in the past. But yeah, they looked awesome. That D-line looked phenomenal. And I think the Gilmore Diggs combo is at corner is gonna be even better than I oh, thought. Yeah, it's crazy. They got Gilmore. I think for like a fourth round pick, they got Gilmore from the Colts. Yep. And like he wasn't washed. The Colts no. were just like, oh, we don't want you anymore. You know, you're old. We want young guys. Yeah, the Colts were like, we're we're done. Like we're yeah. not competing anytime soon. Let's just get a pick for them. Yeah. Which like but, smart for them, but like yeah, any team really could have had them if they wanted them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I love that pick. I mean, the Cowboys, they hats off. They were fantastic. Uh, my gold was actually your silver, kind of. I specifically said Tua. Yeah. And part of that is just the fact of like when people prove me wrong, I like to give them props. I did pick the Dolphins, though. That was one of my wins from week one. So uh, Tua, excellent week. Excited to see how he does against New England which we'll get into a little bit Ooh, later. That'll, that'll be a good game. I agree. That's uh, I'm excited to talk about that one. Uh, last thing specific to the recap for week one, Kyle, any hot takes that you have coming out of week one? Dolphins are going to win the AFC. Woo. AFC yeah. championship or be the one seed or both? Both. <sighs> I, I think because they got – Dick Fangio is their D coordinator now, and I love him as a D coordinator. His defenses have always been elite. And they have Jalen Ramsey. Like Chicago fan. Yeah. <laughs> he was great with Chicago. He was, was. great as a D coordinator with the yep. Broncos, not a good head coach. No. He was a great D coordinator. And they still have Jalen Ramsey coming back from injury, I think around week eight or so. Yeah. But if they keep winning, they could, you know, maybe to just afford to rest them a little bit longer. That's think- fair. Javon Phillips, their D end is going to be a pro bowler this year. He's, he looks great. I like him. Yeah. I, I think they're just stacked. That is a fair, that's a bold take Kyle. Wow. Oh, yeah, the, the bills look weaker and weaker every year. Like yep. I don't, they're not hitting on, like, I think I saw something this week that they've drafted one pro bowler since the 2019 draft. Like, mm. Like when wow. you're get, when you have an expensive wide receiver and quarterback and other you know you need to hit players on. now yeah you need to hit on the cheap talent they just have yeah. been doing that their first round pick from last year Kyir Elam was a healthy scratch week one like you can't have that is it you know if you're a contending team yeah wow yeah that's that stinks for the Bills I did not know that about the draft because that's. The Packers went through that in the Rodgers era, like right in the middle yeah. when the Packers Especially on like, defense. Yes, exactly. Like miss, 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 miss. Like, yeah. oh, that that can catch up fast. And then your your Super Bowl window shuts for a little bit before you have to pry it back open. So yeah. I don't hate the pick with the Dolphins. I don't they wouldn't be my first pick, but I I there's a lot of reason to be happy for or you know, excited about them and very optimistic about what they could do. Yeah. Uh that's going to be your reel that I make from uh, from this episode, Kyle, is that the, right. the Dolphins will win the AFC. I'm confident in it. Oh, it's a good pick. But then now everyone's going to be looking at my page. And last time when John was on here, I said about how the Bills are going to, you know, make it get over the hump this year. And then I'm going to do the Dolphins one. Everyone's going to be like, this guy's fucking all over <laughs> the place. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like that hot take. 
this is always a hard one, you know. Um, I've got another my, one if you want to think for a second. Do you have plenty just in the chamber? I have. Yeah, I got like two more that I think. No, lay them on Tre- me. Trevor Lawrence, MVP. Woo, he was my pick too. Let's go. Yeah, he looked great week one. Him and Calvin Ridley are going to be a great connection. And then they still have Zay Jones and yep. Christian Kirk and Travis Etienne for him to Hell throw yeah. to. Evan Ingram, I didn't even mention him. I think he's going to fucking put up numbers. I, I, still, I think they're going to be like a 10 to 12 win team and he's going to get, you know, the new guy. Everyone's going to vote for him to be MVP. I think he's going to win MVP. I like that. And like I said, that was in my pick too. I actually have the Jaguars as my one seed in the AFC when it's all mm-hmm. said and done because their schedule stinks. Yeah, like they, they have a very the easy South. Right. You have five games against or six games against the, the Colts, the Texans, and the uh, the Titans. And then yeah. I do think they also play the NFC South, if I'm not mistaken. Well, they suck too. Exactly. Like they're just, <laughs> they've got a made in the shade this year. Wow. All right. Let's hear number three. You're so far. I like them. what I wrote down. Uh, 49ers win the Super Bowl. Not a much of a oh. hot take, but I think this is the year they do it. Man. Yeah. They looked good. I really don't want them to uh, win the Super Bowl, but God damn it. They're a good team. I think of them as kind of like the Celtics of the NFL. Like they're Almost always, there. yeah, they're always in like <laughs> the NFC the championship. Yeah. They're always in the NFC championship. Something happens like, you know, they do something dumb or someone gets hurt and they lose. And the year they make it, they're right there. But one yeah. of the all time greats, like the Celtics lost to Steph Curry, they lost to Pat Mahomes. You know, they were like right there. But then they did, the other guy just takes over and proves why they're one of the best of all time. Yeah. Wow. I like him. Yeah. I'm those a big fan takes. of those. I, for my bold take, I, I wanted to go something that I wasn't already predicting because then it's, you know, how bold is that really? Yeah. Because, you know, I've had some things that would still be considered bold, but that I've, you know, already, already said before. I mean, I've just never put these out into the, you know, the ether. So <laughs> right. <had> a few. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so my new hot take is that the Rams are going to make the playoffs. They look good. They looked good. Puka Nakua. Yeah. Oh, Tutu Atwell. Yeah. Kyron Williams. They, it all depends if Stafford can stay healthy though. Well, the O-line looked pretty good. I thought. Yeah, I didn't really catch much of that game. I saw some of the highlights. Yep. But like the C, I, like I think the Seahawks are kind of in for a regression year. Like their defense still isn't very good. I don't know if Geno Smith, Geno Smith can just like he's the real deal. Yeah, like it was last year, just kind of lightning in a bottle and kind of a weak, weaker Flash bottom of yeah, weaker half of like the NFC last year. The bottom half was pretty weak. I think they made it. Just, I think they were nine and eight or eight and nine. I can't remember. Nine and eight. They backed their way into the playoffs. That was yeah. the Packers' spot to lose. Like, and you know. they lost it. Yeah. They, thank you, Kyle. <laughs> Don't make me turn myself to Joe, sad Packers fan. Come on, it's in the past. <laughs> um, yeah, I that's fair. I I did pick the Seahawks to get one of my last wild card spots originally, but it's very possible that they regress even though they did bring in good talent i like their yeah. offseason i like their team but that, that tackle the they guy, brought in i really like i forgot his name draymond jones i think is his name he was mm, on the, the broncos one. last year yeah 
Yeah, he's pretty good. I like him. I wanted yeah. the Bears to get him, but they didn't. Obviously, they didn't. They said no help on the D line. They're like, no, let's go. Let's go <laughs> get more tight ends. Yeah, let's go get Mercedes Lewis and Big Bob Tongan. Big Bob. Yep. So yeah, I I like what the Rams did. Um, it's not necessarily that I think Puka Nakua is the new Cooper Cup, but just the fact that they were able to win this game, if they can win one or two more while Cooper Cup is out and they can yeah. just stay afloat, once he comes back, they can go on to be a 10, you know, nine, 10 win team and squeak into the playoffs. And I, I like what I saw. I think them being a young team is actually good. And people forget yeah. about Sean McVay. Oh yeah. Last year was a down year and all these other, you know, Mike McDaniel was going off last year and like, all of his assistants were doing good yep. and people are like, are we sure it wasn't, you know, all these other guys he worked with before <laughs> they carried him. Yeah. But, yeah. and Aaron Donald being healthy, you can't, you know, can't discount that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's a, a transcendent player when he's healthy. So absolutely yeah. agree. Uh, that was my main hot take. Um, I guess another quick one. Uh, the Browns are going to make the playoffs. I already said that Browns are going to make the playoffs even though Deshaun Watson is going to stink. He didn't look too bad in their game. I'm not going to say he's like the worst in the league, but like, no, but like he's not like, he's probably like around the 12th best quarterback in the league now. That's what I there. said last week, but yeah, their defense is just so good though. Yeah. The addition of Zadarius Smith is huge for that D line. Yeah. Miles Garrett never had someone on the line with him like that. They thought Jadavia Clowney could be that, but Sidarius is way better than Jadavia has ever Clowney's, been. Clowney was I, – I, I was a big Clowney guy when he was going into the draft. Yeah, because of that, that hit. Yeah. Everyone around our age when that happened, like, oh, he's going to be the best player ever. <laughs> but, you know, he's a good yep. really like run defender, but he's never been the best pass rusher in the NFL. Yep. That's – yeah, I absolutely agree. Okay, well, let's move away from week one into a returning segment, a, a re one we haven't done in a little bit. Uh, the Question King, and I am, you know, Joe, Mopey Seeker 43, a.k.a. The Question King. So, Kyle, I'm asking you the questions. I'm not even going to answer myself. Oh, okay. I'm just going to be laying these up for you. You take them as you please, all right? Okay. First of which, the Turf Monster is it real? And let me set the stage. The turf monster, if you are unaware, injuries are proven to be statistically more common, especially soft tissue injuries on turf rather than on real grass. Kyle, is the turf monster real? I would say yes. If you look at like, especially MetLife, I saw a tweet the other day. It showed like 20 players have torn ligaments on that field since like the 2020 season just on that field alone and like players are coming out all over the place like even if they don't get a big injury on turf they're coming out saying their body just feels like shit after they play on turf compared to grass like it's insane that these like billionaire millionaire owners can't pay for grass maintenance you know on these fields when they invest so much in these teams and their players i just i don't get it they i think football should be played on grass I always Great. like preferred when we played on grass, even in just high school compared to a turf field. Cause yep. just landing on turf, it just hurts so much more than grass, you know? Yep. Yeah. I would imagine, you know, concussions are more common on turf than oh, grass yeah. too, just cause there's no give. Yeah. It's such a harder surface. 
So do you think the NFL should step in and just mandate that these owners implement real real grass into their stadiums? I think they should, but can they? Because every decision the league has to make has to be like voted on by the owners, you know? Yep. So Goodell could just be like, we could put up to a vote, but all the owners that are cheap and don't want to do it could just be like, no, we don't want to change, you know? <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah, like, mm, we'll let our players get hurt. We don't care. Yep. They're like, we're going to rake in money regardless. Yeah. Yeah, I think they should do go all go to grass, though. I would agree. Packers and Bears know what's up. Outdoor yeah. teams. All right. Moving on to the next question from the Question King. After week one, Kyle, based on everything that we've seen, who should be the most concerned? Like teams or players or what? Yes. Okay. I think, uh, I think, oh, wait, what I write down? I think the Giants and the Bills. I think the Bills, because Josh Allen is just kind of looked like shit since he got hurt last year and decided to keep playing. Like, I don't think he's looking particularly good. Like, his deep throws aren't connecting as much as they used to. I, I don't I don't know. He just he's led the turnover, the NFL in turnovers since he came into the league in yep. what was that, 2018, I think? Sounds That's when he right. came in. Yeah. And the Giants, because I just think they're in for a regression year. I don't know. They didn't invest in any like wide receiver talent for Daniel Jones. Their best receiver last year was like Richie James, and he's on the Chiefs now. Yeah. And they they yeah. brought in yeah, they brought in Darren Waller, but he can't stay healthy at he's all. Already hurt. Yeah, he's already got a hamstring issue. Yep. And they said it's not even like a muscle issue, it's like a nerve issue in his hamstring. So like yep, like Cooper Cup. Yeah. Like I, I think those two teams are you know, like out of teams people thought would make the playoffs. I think they have the most to be concerned about. Well, I'm not concerned about the Bengals at all, really. Even though they sucked week one. They look bad. Yeah, I like those picks. I, I have nothing to add. You hit it all there. So looking at the remainder of this year, Kyle, who will win more games, the Bears or the Jets? Mm, the Jets, because they have an elite defensive unit. The Bears have an elite, like, nothing like maybe our, our we have a good punter i guess like he's pretty <laughs> hey, good that comes in handy when you stink yeah i like cairo santos can sometimes make long field goals sometimes he can't depends how he's feeling but yeah it's the jets easily like their defense can win that's what they did last year pretty much i think they won seven or eight games with yep. zach wilson and joe flacco and mike, mike white, white playing quarterback yeah it's i think it's the jets easily like that defense will win them games over under eight and a half wins for the Jets. It really depends if they bring in like someone else at quarterback. But as of right now, I would say under. I think they get eight. Hmm. That would still be an improvement over last year. Last year they were seven and ten. So I mean, yeah. there you go. Okay. Well. Obviously, after one week, we have 16 winners and 16 losers. Of the 16 winners, how many do you think will move on to 2-0 and and remain unbeaten? Oh, how many? I thought I thought the question was just who's going to be the longest undefeated. Ah, that's right. Or maybe I had two questions there. Let's do that one then. Who will be, of those 16 teams, the last unbeaten? I honestly think it will be the Lions because I looked at their schedule earlier. It's 
pretty easy up until like week seven ish. And even then there's oh. win winnable games in there. I would have said the Cowboys are Niners, but they play each other week five. So like hmm. can't really, you know, I couldn't confidently pick either of those two to be the last undefeated when they play each other so early in the season. Yeah. But the Lions, I they're just their offense, like they, they just keep possession throughout the game because they have yeah. such a good old line and they can just run it with Gibbs and Montgomery. And Amin Ra is always open on like the big third down, you know, second and long, third and long plays. He always gets open and like makes a great catch. Then when Jamison Williams comes back, you know, they got someone else to throw to, even though I think that is week seven when I have them like maybe losing their first game to the Ravens. But yeah. who knows if the Ravens, like what players are even going to be alive on that team then? <laughs> it's sad. Poor, poor JK Dobbins. Yeah, that I thought he was going to be good this year, but he just can't stay healthy at all. No, snake bitten. Yeah. Okay. So the Lions, interesting. Even though they play the Packers in week four, I think the Lions are better. That's fair. We shall see over the course of this year. We play them. Both times we play them, we play them on Thursdays, if I'm not really, really mistaken. Yeah. Oh, probably on Thanksgiving, one of them, yeah. I've had to yep. guess. Yep. That's exactly right. Okay. Well, in week one, we saw some struggles amongst the elite QBs. You mentioned Josh Allen already, but of the three ones who really struggled of like that higher tier, those being Lamar, uh, Joe Burrow, and then Josh Allen again, which of those quarterbacks is, should, would you be the most concerned about moving forward? Well, I, like I said, Josh Allen, I think. like He just – He's trying to make too many superhero plays these yeah. days, too, because like Gabe Davis didn't develop into the wide receiver, too. They thought he would be after that playoff game a few years ago where he caught like three touchdowns against the Chiefs or something. Yep. He doesn't trust people, so he just tries to take off with the ball and takes those hits where he loses the ball. And then he tries to throw those deep shots when Stefan Diggs is like, you know, triple covered because there's no one, you know, really worth co covering on the team besides him it just gets picked like i don't think he's looked good since like the first half of last year like when he got i think he hurt his shoulder against either the jets or dolphins last year i know it was a division yeah. game but he just hasn't really looked good since then i think burrow is the one i'm least concerned about because he had no preseason he came back like i think like a week before the first game he started practicing again so i, I i'm least concerned about him i'd put I guess that puts Lamar in the middle. Yeah. You know, he's Lamar. He does. He'll do some crazy stuff. Then he'll just, you know, throw a bad pick, but he'll make up with it with like with his legs. And that's how I rank him. Allen, Lamar, then Burrow in concern wow. order. That's fair. You know, obviously Burrow last year started week one really bad and then bounced yeah. right back. Um, Josh Allen. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I'm still hopeful that he's still the guy we've seen in the past. Yeah. But God, man, he's got to get it through his thick skull. Like, take care of the ball. Like, that, even worse than the picks was when he just, like, you know, like nosedived with the football at the end of the half into yeah. two defenders when he when it was like third and eight or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, and he was like seven yards from the first down marker. What are you doing? It was. Like, that's like, you know, the typical player that you're always like, man, they're just, you know, they're so talented, but God, they just can never do the right thing. 
the more and the more that goes by, I think Brian Dable was like the biggest yep. reason for his success. That you know, the, like I don't. He he, I think he needs like Brian Dable to be like, and he's still really good to be like an upper you know upper tier top three guy. I think he needs Brian Dable to be his coach because mm. he just I don't I, I think he has unlocked something in, in him that he hasn't had since he left. Off know. the dome. Who's your top five QBs right now? And it does. I don't care yeah. about the order. Just top five. It's top five. Yeah. Mahomes, Burrow. I'd put Trevor Lawrence in there at this point. Wow. You've been listening to too much Nick Wright. <laughs> yeah. No, I just think Trevor Lawrence is really good. I, I do too. I'm just trying to think of quarterbacks right Tua, now. Tua, Lamar. Tua could be arguably in there. Wow. I don't know. I don't think Lamar is. Herbert? He, yeah, I yeah, Herb, yeah. He has the talent, but like the team around him just kind of falls apart sometimes. Yeah. And like I'd like to see him win some more of those close games, but there's only so much you can do when your defense gives up 36 points in week one. Yep. And then last year in the playoffs when the defense gives up like 27 like unanswered points. Yeah. Like there's only so much he can do. Like, yeah, you'd want to see him, you know convert some more third down to make some bigger plays. But at the end of the day, he can only do so much as even though it's the most important position on the team. One guy can only do so much. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So then for sure, you've got Mahomes, Burrow, uh, Trevor, Herbert. You said you think Tua, would you put Hurts yeah. over Tua? I think that those two are kind of like the, the last two for the fifth spot. I'd honestly put them like, I don't know. Based on what Hurts did last year, I put him five, but I think Tua could beat him out for that spot by the end of this year. Hmm. Interesting. Well, if they win the AFC, he might be on that same playing field. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's start looking forward as our last topic here today. We're going to be doing our picks for week two. And since I did so well last week, I'm rolling with the name. Joe Stradamus is here to stay. Kyle joining this week. Last week, I went 11-4 and four straight up, 9-6 and six against the spread. I'm not counting Thursday night. Neither will I be counting it this week as it is happening while we record. Well, Jefferson but, almost just scored. Who just scored? Jefferson almost just scored. Got knocked out the one. Ah, I need the points. Different league. Um, <laughs> so let's, let's move past that game, and we're actually going to start with Ravens. Bengals and the Bengals are actually favored by three and a half here. Kyle, who you got? You said Ravens Bengals, right? Yep. Who's in Cincinnati? I think this is a big bounce back week for them because last week in Cleveland, the weather was really shitty. So like they're, you know, they're a big, they love passing the ball and Cleveland's kind of a, a ground and pound with like Nick Chubb. Yeah. Yep. And their defense. I think this is the week where, T Higgins had zero catches last week. I don't see that happening again. You know, I think yeah. this is the week their offense takes off, but the Ravens do have a pretty good defense, but I, I'm going to take the Bengals. I think the Bengals will win this one. I got the okay. Bengals. I picked the Bengals as well. And I, I do think it'll be a tight one. 27, 23 is what I picked. So I have them barely covering, but a game I would not be super confident in betting because yeah, yeah. that Ravens defense is good. And I, I think the Ravens offense is just kind of getting going. Like they need yeah. Mark Andrews. Zay back. Flowers. He's going to be Zay Flowers is next. He looks up, nice. Dude. 
Yeah. He looks like he'll be wide receiver one for them, except for maybe Andrews, but yeah. In the receiver room. Yeah. But yeah, either way, should be a good game there. Uh, you've already tipped your hand here, but uh, Seattle going to Detroit. Detroit, uh, Detroit is favored by four and a half. You again tipped your hand, but yeah, I'll let I you. I, I think Detroit, Seattle's defensive line is not very good, and Detroit can just run the ball. Like last year with Jamal Williams, and this year with David Montgomery, who I am a fan of. I always loved Montgomery on the Bears. And last week, it just looked like he was the perfect replacement for him. You know, they used him in all the same spots they would. And I honestly think he has better hands than uh, Jamal. So he's a bigger weapon. But I think, yeah, I think the Seahawks defense just can't stop that Detroit offense. They're so good. And Detroit's, you know, defense is much improved this year. Mm. So I I got, I think Detroit's going to win. I know it'll be a close game, but I, I think Detroit's got this one. Well, this is our first disagreement. I, I hear your points, uh, but I'm actually taking Seattle to to win. I like them, especially with the point spread, but I do want to pick them straight up. Uh, kind of like a shootout style. I, I see uh, yeah. I see Seattle winning like 31-24, maybe 31-27. Um, I think the big – I think Seattle's a little desperate. I think that can play into it a little bit early in the season. And Seattle – outclassed the lions each of the last couple seasons when they have matched up. So that was yeah. part of my factor there. Uh, but I definitely could see this going either way, uh, but I, I'm, I went with the Seahawks personally. Okay. Uh, next up, we've got Indianapolis traveling to Houston. Ooh. What a game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Indy is favored by a point and a half. So it's basically a pick them. Is Anthony Richardson going to play? I Is sure he, hope so. I, I think if he plays, they win. I think he's the best rookie quarterback just based off what I saw week one. Which is wild. And whatever. <laughs> I think he's the best to see it off based off one week. I was watching that game a lot because they're, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. playing the Jaguars. I like the Jaguars. One of my yeah. se- probably my second favorite team at this point. There you so, go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, I don't I I think Richardson just looks great. Like he kind of looks like Justin Fields, but bigger, you know, like mm. he can run, but it looks like he has already has better control on the ball. He was dropping yeah. dimes to Pittman last week. Thank and God. Yeah. Need those points. Yeah. And the Texans, like, I just don't think they're very good. No. Like they had the second, third overall pick this year. I know they traded for one of them, but like, you know, I just don't yeah. think this is the year for them. I like D'Amico Ryans and that defense will probably get better throughout the years, but I just think, you know, I just think the Colts are better now because they have more veteran good players, especially on that defensive line. Yeah, that's fair. And, you know, the Texans are banged up on the O-line. They were feisty, though, I will say, with the Ravens. Like, it took a while for that game to get out of hand. But the Texans' offense just freaking stinks. Um, Yeah. I got – the Colts winning 20 to 17. I think the Texans defense will have a good game plan, but if it's Anthony Richardson, he'll make just enough plays. If it's Gardner Minshew, he'll make just enough plays. I've got the Colts. Uh, Next up, we've got your favorite game of the week, Kyle. We've got the bears (laughs) going to Tampa Bay to battle with the Buccaneers, the battle over the bees and the bucks are favored by two and a half, not big of a spread, but yeah, I, I got the Buccaneers winning. They have an elite, they have to have an elite D tackle, and our interior offensive line sucks. They're going to be getting pressure all game. 
They still have uh, what Shaq? What's his name? They're they're off. Uh, what's his name? Barrett. Yeah, Shaq Barrett. He's still good. Uh, Joe Tryon, I think his name name is, has been getting better throughout the years. Your other D end. They still have that good uh, linebacking duo, and yep. they have Mike Evans and Godwin, who like I don't think our corners could really our DBs could really cover. Like they have Baker at quarterback, but I feel like they can get just enough done to beat the Bears. Like, yeah, the Bears haven't shown anything for me to believe in them to win this game. Like, if Fields does great, you know, you know, happy for me, but I don't think they're gonna win. Yeah, and I definitely have gone back and forth with this game because I could see this being like one of those games like last year where Fields just kind of like snapped and had a really yeah. good game. Uh, but yeah, I agree, especially with uh, Vita Vea being just a pest in the middle. Yeah, uh, I have Tampa Bay 27-23. I think you guys will look better, but like better Hopefully. than week one, but still like not getting all the way what you want. I saw a stat uh, today on Twitter that the last three times the Bears have played in Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay they've been outscored like 80-something to 10, so... Yeah, they don't play good in Tampa. Well, that's what my colleagues have been telling me is that, you know, Bears don't play good in Florida. I know the Packers don't play good in Florida. Or just the Cal- Northern teams going down there, you know, it's just so hard on them. I guess. Are we soft? I always call them soft when they <laughs> come up to the cold. I guess it goes both ways. It cuts both ways. This might be my favorite game of the week, and that's Kansas City going to Jacksonville. Kansas City's actually favored by three and a half. It uh, it all depends if Travis Kelsey is playing, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. Like, if he's playing, I think they win kind of comfortably. But hmm. if he doesn't, I think the Jaguars can beat him by like a one score game. Because, hmm. like, I think I think the Jaguars offense led by Doug Peterson, you know, he's a great play caller, great great offensive coordinator. I I think that I think they're going to be one of the best offenses in the league this year. So, without Travis Kelsey, I would I would predict them. But with Travis Kelsey, I think the Chiefs win. So, but if I have to pick one, I'm going Chiefs cuz I think he's going to play. Yeah, fair, and I kind of went through a similar similar setup there. So I kind of split the difference between your options and I got, I got Kansas city 27, 20. Um, I think this will be a really good game with or without Kelsey though, because the Jags offense is really good and I'm really excited about it, but I'm actually very excited to see this chiefs defense with Chris Jones because without Chris Jones, they held a high flying lions offense to 14 points. Like the lions got that pick six that, you know, gave them the W, but I like the Chiefs defense. I do. They're not, yeah, they're not bad, but like, you know, just without the guy who makes them go, they weren't, you know, right. What they could be. And we'll, I, I think we'll get a really good test of that for both of these teams this week. That'll be one of the things I'm paying most attention to. Oh, yeah. Now, next up, we got the Packers going to Atlanta to visit the Dirty Birds, the Falcons. Packers are favored by a point and a half. I think the Falcons are going to win. Oh, the Packers have never, the Packers have never been good against really good rushing offenses and Mm -hmm. Algier and Robinson. They look like the new Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. Honestly, way they used them last week. Like I, 
I just don't think the Packers can stop them. Like the Falcons defense is much improved this year too. Like maybe they can get more pressure on love this week and make him uncomfortable. And he doesn't look like perfect. Like he did last week, you know, against a pretty bad bears defense. But I, I think it will be a close game. I think it'll be a low scoring game too, but I think the Falcons will just kind of get a lead in like the early fourth quarter and just kind of run the game out. Hmm. I agree with some of your stuff. Um, they will get more pressure on love because you can't get less than the bears did. So that's <laughs> yeah. just the fact. Um, I agree. It'll be a low scoring grinder game. So I do think the Falcons defense is much improved. Um, I like what the Packers defense looked like too. I am taking the Packers though, because I simply think Desmond Ritter is terrible. So yes, yeah. that rushing offense can tear us apart, but I don't think we'll put any respect towards any of the weapons that the yeah, Falcons so have. Much. Like, they have Drake London and Kyle Pitts, and they just decide not to use them, you know? Like, yeah. Why? I don't get it. They're I've, so good. They I were mean, so maybe, good in college. Maybe it's Arthur Smith, the coach. He just runs too much. I don't know. Arthur Smith, he was the Tennessee offensive coordinator before. Yeah, and what did they do? Run, 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 run. Yeah. Hey, Derrick Henry, you good for 35 carries? Sick. <laughs> yeah, I got Packers 24-13. I think we'll struggle for a while on offense, but I think their offense will really struggle too and have a lot of yeah. drives that kind of stall I, out. Yeah, I also think LaFleur is just a much more innovative coordinator can like no, pull something, sure. like draw something up at halftime where Arthur, Arthur Smith, Smith will just be like, Algier Robinson, run, 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 you know, both like, you know. Yeah, I could see it being another 7-6 game type thing at halftime. And then exactly like you said, Packers come out, make adjustments, and yeah, you know, take control like they did last week. Because, you know, that game was close heading into the half. Oh, yeah, no, trust me. I, I, I was thinking the Bears, like, if we can score in this, you know, these red zone situations, we have this. And then they didn't, ha- they didn't have it. They mm-hmm. simply didn't have it. And now, because they didn't have it, you've lost all hope. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, next up, this is the biggest spread of the week. The Raiders are going to Buffalo against the Bills. And let me just double check. Uh, Bills are favored by nine and a half. I'm going to be, I didn't wa- ma- uh, watch much of the Raiders last week. So no. I don't, yeah, I, I didn't watch just that game play. at all. Yeah. Is Chandler Jones with the team? right now or i want to say no just with how dramatic everything was but i don't not that not that it really matters because i think the bills are going to take care of business this week but like he could make life a little harder for josh allen if he's there like him and crosby you know together a pretty good duo yeah but i agree with that i think the bills kind of went in a blowout but like at least two touchdowns I agree. And even though it is a huge spread, I've, I've taken the bills to cover. I think they're just angry and embarrassed and they're yeah. going to take it out on a, you know, uploaded one and O Raiders yeah. team, you know, Jimmy 38, G, 17, like, yeah, Jimmy G like, no. Uh, so yeah, I agree. Bills are going to, that'll probably be one of the less entertaining games of the week, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I probably this won't next watch one. much of that uh, one. I said, I'm probably yeah. not going to watch much of that one. Unless Only it gets close Yacht at the box. end. Yeah. <laughs> never on its own no uh this next game is a uh, kind of an interesting one i kind of went back and forth the chargers are going at the uh going to the titans in tennessee and the chargers are favored by three uh, i think the chargers are going to win this comfortably hmm. like even though tennessee has a 
amazing defensive line. They just have guys coming at you the whole time. Yep. They got Jeffrey Simmons and Arden Key and uh, what's his Autry, yep. Tomiko Autry. I forget yep. the other Harold Landry. Yep, he's a beast. He might be yeah. the best. Yeah, and then like, but like besides that on defense, they don't really have too much. I don't think unless Kevin I'm forgetting Byard. some people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One safety. Unless I'm forget. <laughs> like they lost David Long in the off season, who was pretty good for him at linebacker last year, and their offense wasn't very inspiring last week. I think they only scored on field goals. They so did I get think, robbed on a touchdown on defense, though. I think Tannehill's just kind of cooked. And by like in a couple, like by I'd say by like week seven or eight, one mm-hmm. of Malik Willis or Will Levis, I don't like how similar their names are, are is going to take over as the starter. I guess Malik they give, Levis? yeah, I think they give Malik the first shot is the, because he's got, you know, more experience, a little more experience than Levis. Yeah. But I think the Chargers win this one comfortably. I have the Chargers winning, but I have it being a squeaker, 27-24. And the reason being is that, one, Chargers are going to charger. They're going to do dumb things. <laughs> uh, but then, two, like, they're going from California to Tennessee, like, you know, the cross-country cross yeah. travel. Like, that does historically affect the Chargers. And I've discounted it plenty of times in picking them, and I'm kind of discounting it now and still taking them. But this is the game I would kind of be afraid to bet because Rabel is way better of a coach than freaking Staley is. And oh yeah, you know, Rabel's might... one of the best coaches in the league. I agree. And even though the Titans aren't that good and Tannehill's cooked, like I could see Derrick Henry like running all over the the Chargers defense because their run defense has stunk for years now. Yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, I went I went back and forth, but I do still have the Chargers. I, I just think it'll be a closer game. Uh, the next game here is the the next biggest spread of the week, and that's the Niners, favored by eight and a half, going to L.A., back to SoFi to play the Rams. Oh, this is easy, Niners. Easy. I saw something, a stat that was, I think they're either eight or nine, you know, against the Rams in their last, you know, that many, how many regular season games, eight or nine. Except the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, but regular season, they own the they own the Rams. I agree I with that. Yeah. Like they run like the same style offense, but like the Niners just have a much better defense, you know? Yeah. And like I think the night they have better skill positions. They got, you know, CMC and Debo and Ayuk, who, you know, I already said I love. And then Kittle yeah. could catch, Kittle. you know, well, yeah. He didn't, well, he's not been used much since like Purdy's been quarterback, but he's good to get like one or two long touchdowns, you know, every now yep. and then. So I, I think the Niners win comfortably. Uh, again, I agree with you in terms of the final result. I got the Niners winning. I actually do like the Rams to cover though and keep it. It'll be kind of closer than it feels like it'll always feel yeah. like the Niners are in control. Uh, but I think the Rams will kind of hang around, hang around. I got the Maybe Niners garbage uh, time touchdown or something. Right, like that. exactly. I got I got Niners 24-20. Last year, the Rams defense actually did pretty well against the Niners. It was the offense that sucked. And I think it'll be kind of similar. Yeah. Uh, but still, I think the Niners are the far better team. I think, you know, yeah. they play each other 10 times. I'll give me the Niners 10 times. Uh yeah. yeah. I do see the Rams being kind of annoying this week. 
Uh, next up, we've got the Giants going to Arizona to play the Cardinals. Giants coming off a very large embarrassment are still favored by five and a half <laughs> against perhaps the presumed worst team in football. The Cardinals, Damon, like I know they were playing the Commanders, but that that defense looked amazing. The Jonathan Gannon led defense. The yeah, the old uh, Eagles DC, but like their offense with Josh Dobbs is just kind of like embarrassing. Yep. So I think this week Brian Dable Terrible. puts the Giants <laughs> to like yeah, like a, a shit you know so much shit talks just talk shit to them, riles them up, and they they pull out a win this week. I don't know. I think they'll win by like a tuck anywhere from like three to like 10 points, but I think they win this game. Yep. I agree. Uh, the embarrassment factor, I think for the giants is going to be real and they're going to think that they're going to do exactly what the Cowboys did to them and do that to the Cardinals. Yeah. Not quite, but I do have them winning comfortably. I got giants 24 seven. The Cardinals offense is absolutely terrible. And I yeah. do you know, I do see the the Giants coming out very motivated and at least being able to do enough to where like they feel better. Like, yeah, we won. Like, yeah, we yeah yeah. <laughs> we got a point. <laughs> yeah, I, they're the only uh, team in the league Giants. that hasn't scored yet this year. It's crazy. Yep. And they're one of two teams to not have touchdowns. Them and the Titans. Oh yeah. Yeah, drop Tennessee. five field goals. <laughs> um, then next up, this is a game that kind of uh, a lot of the wind has been taken out of the sails, but the Jets going to Dallas to take on the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Cowboys are favored by nine. The Cowboys. It's the Cowboys. I don't I didn't even have a second thought. They're going to eat Zach Wilson alive. They're going to they're going to play with his bones and toss his head around like a basketball. The only hope I had, like, I think the only hope the Jets have to score is like Brees Hall just breaking a long touchdown or something like that. But even then, like against that defense, I don't know if he can. They have so many just guys. It's crazy. Yeah, their defense is nuts. And I, this game is – I still think it will be kind of interesting because I think these are the two best defenses in football, uh, Cowboys-Jets. Yeah. Um, Cowboys obviously have the far superior quarterback now uh, with the with the injury there. However, I do think the Jets can hang around if their defense looks as elite as they did against Buffalo yeah. because the one way you can get the Cowboys defense is by running the ball. And the Jets look, they could run the ball. That was all they could do last week, but they could run the ball with De with you know Dalvin Cook to some degree, but Brees Hall really. Yeah. And I think if they chew clock and run the ball and grind out drives and Garrett Wilson makes just enough plays, like I think that could be real. I think that could be effective. I've got I've got them taking it a very tight game, 20 to or not the Jets, sorry. Not that <laughs> Cowboys <laughs> taking it 20 to 16, but even just the Jets hanging in there like that would be kind of crazy. I again I just don't see it. <laughs> I know it's it's bold, it's a little out there. Uh next up we've got Washington and Denver. Uh it's in Denver, and Denver is favored by three and a half. Sean Payton. You said it's in Denver? That's right. I think that plays a big factor 
And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Because I remember the the year the Bears were really good in 2018. They went in there, barely beat them just because the yep. elevation was, you know, so much to handle. Yeah. But I don't know. I think, I think this is the week Sean Payton really shows us what he's kind of improved at with that offense. Like, I, I'm giving to the, them this win just based off I think Sean Payton will outcoach Ron Rivera. Yeah. I, I agree with that fully. Um, you know, kind of what you walk through as far as location playing a big factor. And then, you know, the Sean McVay aspect too. I got Denver 26, 16 offense will look better. Still not great. Uh, yeah. you know, Washington's defense is respectable too. Missing so chase young though. Yeah. I, that that's true, but he's been missing for like three years. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, that's not nice. all right. Next, next up. Divisional battle. It is the Dolphins at the Patriots. Dolphins only favored by three. This is the Sunday night game, right? Yeah. I I think the Dolphins will pull this out, but it'll be a lot closer than people think. I know you said that they're only favored by three, but I like I feel like the general populace right now thinks the Dolphins are just going to blow oh. them out. But like yep. a Bill Belichick-led defense, I'll never discount that. And they have playmakers. They have good corners. They have good safeties. Their D line is good. Their linebackers are okay. But like with the rest of their defense being so good, I'll think it'll be close. But Tua kind of owns the Patriots. I think he, they, yeah, I don't think the Patriots have ever beat him or they've only beat him like once. So, like, based on that fact, I think I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Dolphins, but it's going to be a, clo- a close, entertaining game, in my opinion. I agree. I think it'll be very similar, maybe not necessarily in terms of the back and forth nature, but kind of like Patriots last game against the Eagles, like closer yeah. than people thought. But I'm going to take it one step further, Kyle. I'm picking the Patriots. That's my upset of the week. I'm taking the Patriots 28-24. The Dolphins are as advertised, but Bill Belichick is going to dial it up. They've got some physical corners that can get their hands on those speedsters and slow them down just enough and Mac Jones is okay just enough to where he can make just enough plays, and they pull out a much-needed win. Give me the Patriots in Foxborough. I just, I just don't think I don't, I don't like Mac Jones as a quarterback. I feel like he just makes, like he's most of the time he makes the right decision, but like in the worst spots, he just throws a dumb ball that gets yep. like either picked or doesn't get to the guy in the right spot. You know, just ends up incomplete. Yep. I, I just. I just don't trust him. That's fair. And hey, last year, the first time these guys matched up, that's pretty much what happened. The Patriots like locked down the Dolphins for most of the game. And then Mac Jones is like, uh, Devontae Parker, (laughs) mm, triple coverage, pick. Uh, So that's fair. But I think the Patriots are due. They've been getting dominated in this matchup too much uh, lately for my liking. So I know it's bold. I know it's out on a limb, but I like the Patriots this week. Uh, last two games for us here. Two ones, both again, more divisional battles here. I went back and forth with each of these, but uh, the Saints going to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Saints are favored by three. I think that I, the Saints, they didn't put up a lot of points, but I kind of liked what I saw from like their offense. Like I feel like they moved the ball well. And like I think they'll look a lot better when Kamara's back and Carr mm. can just kind of you know, check it down to him. 
But the Panthers, they're just like kind of a young, on offense, especially young and experienced team. They got Bryce Young thrown to Jonathan Mingo, who I lo- I really like Mingo. I think he's going to be really good. But like right now, the Saints defense is still pretty good, you know. I, I think the experience is just going to win out in this game for the Saints. I think it will be I don't, like a 10 to 7 point win, I'd say, for the Saints. But yeah, I, I think Derek Carr's criminal criminally underrated at this point. I think he's going to have a, a not a, like a blow, you know, not like a great game, but I think he'll lead them to a win. I agree. Criminally underrated, first and foremost. I'm a big ter- Derek Carr guy, Kyle. So respect there. Uh, I got the Saints too. I think it'll be. I have a tighter game than you do. I've got Saints 23-21. And part of the reasoning is, is that last year, obviously very different teams, different regimes, even in coaching, but uh, last year, the Panthers defense owned the saints. So I think Derek Carr will help them be better than that. But I do think they'll have some times where they struggle, especially because they don't have Kamara back quite yet. Yeah. Uh, But at the end of the day, the saints are the better team and the more experienced team. So I think they'll pull it out, even though they are on the road. Oh, the Panthers did lose. uh, What's their JC Horn. He's out for a couple weeks so it does hurt them trying to cover you know the the corpse of michael thomas and chris olave olave had a really nice game and raheed shaheed is that his name right yeah yeah all right last of which this has got a good chance to be one of the best games of the week as well uh cleveland at pittsburgh cleveland is favored by two and a half you said at pittsburgh i thought so maybe a double check I just didn't hear what you said was home. Oh, um, yes, I'm pretty sure. But let me double check while since I'm halfway there. Either way, I, th- I think I think Cleveland's just the better team. Like, I think the the defense for the Steelers will disrupt Watson and, you know, slow down Chubb a bit. But I think the Browns defense will win this game again like they did last week. I think that D line and those DBs are just too much for Kenny Pickett. He's who I think will be, you know, an above average QB in the league. But as of right now, I still think he's kind of rough around the edges. So mm. I think this Browns defense, who is a lot of experience, you know, with that D line and uh, Denzel Ward and Greg Newsom, a really good corner duo and Deontay Johnson is hurt. So what they got George Pickens and Allen Robinson. I don't, I, I'm not a big Al Robinson guy anymore after his last year with the Bears and oh. his last year at the Rams, which he was pretty disappointing. Yeah. But yeah, I, know, I think the I think the Browns win this one. I think it'll be a close game because the Steelers defense is going to make a few big plays, but I have the Browns winning out at the end. I might have to disagree with you one more time. I got the I got Ooh. the Steelers 24-17. And I think it'll be a defensive grinder. Honestly, and I feel like the game is going to be decided by who throws a pick six and who doesn't. Yeah. And last year, Watson was absolutely terrible when they played each other. And that being said, the Browns did win the first time when they had Brissett when they matched up. Uh, but I, I think the Steelers, again, that kind of like we just got embarrassed factor. I think that whilst the Browns are coming off one of their one of the big wins, you know, very big win yeah. for them, especially oh, against their standards. Their main rival, you know, right? Exactly the battle for Ohio. So you know, I think they'll be, uh, you know, 
drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit there and kind of be a little uh, a little hungover, if you will, from from such a strong week one performance. So I'm going against – I'm going with another upset. I feel like I'm heavy on the upsets this week. Uh, but, yeah, I think Pittsburgh's going to come back pissed off even without Deontay Johnson. I think they'll establish the run game more this yeah. week. And maybe it just unlocks more targets for Pickens, who I think is way better than Deontay Johnson anyways. Yeah. And then Fryermuth, you know, pretty good. I hope Top he's 10. healthy. He, he has banged up, though. Oh, is he? I didn't see that. But they do have uh, Darnell Washington. So, I mean, at least they got some. Yeah, but he's just a house that can run. He's just <laughs> huge. He's just a house that can run. That's, he is, man. That's awesome. He was a, His pass blocking was great last game his run blocking i saw some uh highlights of highlights of it on twitter and he he was great as a blocker last game good they need blockers their old line stinks <laughs> used to be dominant but now it's it's crazy how you look back like a couple years ago and all the old lines that were great are just shit now like the they colts. used to have bouncy yeah and like the colts old line used to be like oh they're the best in the league and now it's like we got quentin nelson with one knee and a bunch of other guys <laughs> Yep. Well, that's a wrap on week two in our predictions there. And actually really the, the main premise of all of our content here today on episode 37, Kyle, excellent job here today, man. I really appreciate you coming on. I took a big yes, man sir. to live up to your word and, you know, come be the sad bears fan for everyone to see, but I, I very much appreciate it. I'm not going to be a sad bears fan later this year. They're going to get one win and it'll be against the Packers. Ah, week 18. One win. Is that is that what they play again? Yeah. Damn. For first and last week, that's kind of crazy. I know it's a it's a it's a sandwich. Oh man, that game could not be oh man, never mind. That could be nothing. You guys could be all resting your guys and we Eberflus is trying to save his job just because the McLeus. The McCaskies love nothing more than just beating the Packers and nothing else. But you know that's true. Oh, how brutal would that be? You guys go like three and 13 all year and you're like oh at least we'll get a new coach and then you beat the packers and then you're like yeah and then yeah. Like, give him a contract extension don't want that sad bears fan continued awesome well that is a wrap kyle thank you again and yep. thank you everyone for joining in this week for kyle's premiere on episode 37 here uh, make sure to check out the rest of the show on Spotify and YouTube and give us a follow on Instagram. Share any thoughts that you have and let Kyle know how he did here today too. <laughs> All right. All Thanks right. for having me, dude. Absolutely. Until next time, Kyle. Until next time, Mad Talk. And see. All right. Yeah, good shit yeah. though, dude, for real. Yeah. If you ever want me on again, I'd, I'd love to do it. So, oh, you're definitely going to be able to come on again because you were you were awesome. Thanks, man. Yep, What's up with Drake? Why, uh, whatever happened to him? Yeah, I, I don't know if I told you, but he's got like a new work schedule with Quick Trip. Oh. So he's been rather unavailable. So until we figure that out, it's been me and guests. Dude, let's do a try again episode where we can uh, get Connor Ray on with us. I was going to say last minute, anyway. but then I was like, I don't want to. You know, yeah, He's out in Arizona. I got a different schedule. But. Yeah, if you ever need me specific on. time, it changes throughout the year. At one point, <laughs> so it was stupid. Yeah, because they abstain from uh the the time changes. Yeah, so oh, half, that's right. Half the year they're in Pacific, and the other half they're in Mountain Time. That's so, trash. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you ever need me, just let me know. I'll be out down to come on.
All I'm right. going to take off, watch the rest of this game, though. All See right. you, dude. Thanks again, dude. Peace. Yep.